Welcome back to Lord of the Fandoms, and this week I have my sister on here, and we're going to be talking about FNAF. So Phoebe, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Phoebe, and I'm Anna's sister. So Phoebe, how'd you get into FNAF? Um, well, you kind of just like uh, had me like, or like introduced it to me. You told me all about the lore, and I started getting more into it, and uh, I became a big FNAF fan. That's really good. What do you like about it specifically? I like uh, the lore about the game. There's so many conspiracy theories about the game that that just makes it very um, interesting. And Scott has been creating a lot of games, and it just keeps getting more interesting. So let's talk about the history of Fernerf. Fernerf. <laughs> Um, so FNAF, I believe, as a game, when do you think it, here, let me, let me look this up. I want to see when it came out. Uh, so after years of making video, or making video games, Scott Cawthon finally hit the jackpot. It was going to be his final game, uh, FNAF 1. After years of failed games, uh, FNAF 1 finally... Uh, basically made him famous as a game dev. Mm -hmm. And it came out in August of 2014. Wow, that's a long time ago. You were two. I was two. So I was ten when that came out. Yeah. Um. (laughs) So FNAF has become one of the biggest franchises in the last few years uh well since its release really and it's garnered so many spin-off titles spin-off franchises like candies five nights at candies there was five nights at candies never is that oh yeah it's it's a spin-off game basically Mm -hmm. um and it has really pushed the indie horror scene so i am glad for fnaf in that sense uh, it's inspired games like Poppy Playtime, mm-hmm. Bendy and the Ink Machine, uh, and yeah, FNAF is just really great. So, do you want to tell me like your favorite FNAF game character? Okay, um, my favorite FNAF game is probably FNAF. My favorite FNAF game is sorry, it's probably FNAF Five. Um, you get that's the first game I think that you're allowed to move around in, or at least that I remember that you're allowed to move around in. Mm-hmm. And it just like is really fun to play and my favorite character in the whole FNAF um franchise is probably um Scrap Baby Scrap Baby? Why is that? Uh well I think she's a a really interesting character um she was technically in two games because she's basically Circus Baby and um FNAF 6 was also an interesting game. Oh, yeah. FNAF 6 was really entertaining. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, um, she's just, like, super cool and that um, she is basically just, like, my favorite character. <laughs> That's really nice. I'd say Baby is the most interesting character in all of the fandom, really, because she has so much to well, deliver as a character. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite game is definitely FNAF 6 for me. It added so many new elements. Uh, FNAF 5 was just really confusing. That's why I don't like it as much. But mm-hmm. I can remember when the most innovative thing was FNAF 4, where you got to move around the room yeah. in, like, set patterns. But, yeah, FNAF 5 was really, like, a free-play game style, and even more sister- or not security breach. Oh, that was, that's a really fun game. I'm actually in it. I'm actually playing it right now. Um... Uh, I'm, I'm playing it right now, and I cannot get past some certain parts, and I've gotten stuck a lot. And um, I do really like that game, though. Uh, I've gotten really far, and I really want to progress in that game. That's good. Um, so yeah, as I said earlier, I think Baby's a really interesting character, all in all. But if I had to choose a favorite, it'd be Bonnie. I just like the aesthetic. Um, told me a lot about that. <laughs> Glamrock Freddy is also really nice. Uh, before you ask, yes, I do follow Matt Pat's FNAF theories religiously. Uh, at first, I didn't agree with her on the theory that uh, the crying child was named Evan, but as she talked about it more, um, I realized that there is a lot of stuff that Matt Pat talked about that the crying child's name could be Evan. You didn't agree with me that Gregory could be the crying child. You're right about that. I did not really agree with it. I agree with it more now because you told me also about that more. So, um, I just think that Matt Pat, you know, goes into things a lot. (laughs) I think he's a great part of the FNAF community. Um, his lore videos really add something that it wouldn't be as interesting of a community if he wasn't in it, so. I agree. Um, yeah, I agree. Matt Pat is very interesting. <laughs> um, as far as other things, let's talk lore. What do you think? What do you think timeline-wise is? Because uh, FNAF is all about lore. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of lore. There's so many, like, specific things, like, um... In each game, so, so something, like, mysterious happens that people have lore to talk about because Scott leaves, like, an empty piece that people need to solve to get the lore. Yeah. And I think it's really interesting how, you know, I'm just quoting Matt Pat here. Uh, the lore happens like around the games almost. Mm-hmm. Because you get big lore drops in game, but you also get it in the books, in what? on Scott's wed uh, on Scott's website. Um, there's just so many things for FNAF theorists to talk about. It's really crazy. Now, the books I really love. I've only read, like, I think three. But, or no, I've read two and I'm, like, reading one right now that I haven't read in a while. But, um, uh, there's also a lot of stuff. It's like, the books start out not as interesting. And they keep getting more interesting and interesting as, 
uh, you go through the book because there's usually three stories in there. And uh, my favorite story from the books have to be um, the uh, ball pit story. That one's a classic. That one is a classic. Uh, it's actually... The it's fr- funny how we say classic when it came out, like, really recently, so... Yeah. Uh, I, it's actually the first FNAF book I read, and I really enjoyed it. The first one in the series, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the first one in the like series. Or it's, like, in the first book in the series. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite of the books is either the um, Mini Freddies. Oh, the, the, uh, those? The Freddles? No, like... No, like, there's actual Mini Freddies? Like, the, uh... The ones that body swap with that kid. I have not read that book yet. Or, um... I enjoy the one where... There's that kid in the hospital... Alex? Alec? Or, no, that's... Jake. Jake's in the hospital and um he has a doll that he's talking to and it ends up being his dad on the other end I think that's a really sweet story and I enjoy it of course it is sad it's a FNAF game he dies oh my gosh (laughs) but uh I also have another favorite it's the Eleanor story Eleanor, yeah. Uh, it was pretty terrifying when I first read it, but I read it, like, last year. Or maybe this year, I don't know. And, uh, it was actually very sad. Yeah, no, the Eleanor story is really sad as well. I kind of, like, <laughs> have a deep hatred for the FNAF books, in a way. And just the FNAF fan- franchise in general. Mm-hmm. Because so much happens, and I feel like we've jumped the sharks and or jumped the shark in so many ways. Uh, Felix reference for anyone who knows. If you know, you know. Uh, but we have jumped the shark so many times. But then I remember what this series was based off of, and I'm like, yep, we haven't jumped the shark quite yet, have we? What is the series based off? Based off? You of? know animatronic stuff with dead bodies haunting you through an abandoned pizza restaurant. I mean, true. (laughs) Uh, So, I feel like the absurdity was kind of there from the start. But, you know, now we've got glitching bunny people who hop from, you know, VR set to into the real world. And, oh, I don't know. Okay, yeah. uh, Definitely the Vanessa and the... the, um, went from VR, I think, to the Security Breach franchise, um, that was a big plot twist, even though I have not played the VR thing yet, I've heard that, I'm pretty sure Glitchtrap was in it. Yeah, that's where he was introduced, Glitchtrap, Glitchtrap was in it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, what do you think about the lore? What's your stance on the timeline? Uh, well... What do you mean by that? <laughs> like, what do you think happened first? What I think happened first is kids got stuffed in uh, deadly animatronic suits. Okay, well, what do you think about the Afton family storyline? Oh my gosh, that uh, that people uh, do a lot of stuff about that because we don't really know if there is a mother to the three kids and uh, William Afton. 
people uh, like to um, like think that uh, there is a Mrs. Afton in the um, in the family of Aftons, and that she what in that the um, uh, Miss Afton got put into the Ballora animatronic. I feel like I like to think that he like created Ballora in the image of his wife, but maybe not. She actually is possessed by his wife. Yeah, that could be an idea. Like he could have, like there could have actually been a wife, but she might have like died. Maybe she could have left him. True, he's he's a really bad dad. So yeah. Um. But yeah, that's basically. Okay, what do you think about the new security breach game? I really like it. I like that there's a whole like building that you can roam around in. You can get inside of Freddy and control Freddy. Um, the animatronics can chase you around, and uh, I think that's a really cool part about it. And you can like stun the animatronics with your camera or your um, flashlight. Uh, your uh, what is it called? The faz. The faz gun. The faz gun. Um. And you can be. It's like. It's like an exploring game. And. In many ways, it is. Yeah, you can find some really cool new lore drops when um. You explore stuff. Yep. And uh. People have a lot of, have a lot of lore in that game, like the little like pieces of, of animatronic. I think that are like in little glass case. I think that's pretty cool. Um. That they add, that he added that to FNAF or the security breach place to show that maybe like other animatronics were like there, but they were they were somehow like or like the old animatronic scrap pieces uh, were used to go into the pizza plex. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the new characters that were added? The new characters are awesome. I really like the daycare animatronics. Um, Sun and moon. Mm-hmm. That's a really hard part of the game. Everyone screams whenever they play that game. Well, moon is creepy. Like he's sun, sun, I feel like, would be like, oh, we're best buds. I mean, he's kind of terrifying, too, but His... moon is, like, insane. Yeah. Um, when I, The first time I played it, or the first time I was, like, in the daycare... I didn't know he could get into little play structures, so I died, or I got jump scared many times, and I don't like jump scares very much, so. Why do you even play these games? Because you got me into it. <laughs> yeah, but if I even, I don't play the games. I feel like a lot of fans of FNAF don't actually play the games. We just follow the lore and participate in the fandom. Well, you you and I have played the f- first game, and then I played the fifth game with Daniel. I've played the second game, too. Yeah. That but... was the first game I played, actually. Oh, wow. You just skipped number one. Yeah, I just went straight to number... It was when it came out, too. Like, it was right when it came out. Oh, yeah. Like, right when the Security Breach game came out, I, w- I really wanted it. And once my classmate got it, I was like, I really want, want this game. I... I, I'm begging you, and uh, somehow uh, I uh, got security breach. 
That's really nice. Um, yeah, what about, like, the main animatronics? Glamrock Freddy, Glamrock Chica, Monty, and Roxy. Well, I think Monty, first of all, has anger issues. Um, oh, yeah, big time. In the beginning of the game, where he's kind of just, like, in there. And uh, I think that there could be lots of lore behind these animatronics. Like, um, people say that there used to be a Glamrock Bonnie, but somehow... Well, obviously. I mean, he's, like, specifically called out in the game. There's a Glamrock Bonnie. There is a Glamrock Bonnie. Um, and some people... Uh, go on. Uh, some people, um, basically just kind of, like, uh, um, some people kind of just, like, um, want to find out what happened to Glamrock Bonnie, and they try to find out conspiracy theories, and sometimes when they try to put them on, like, websites like YouTube, uh, it's not very, it's not really true, and... Um, I think that more that we look into the game, the more that we can find out about Glenmark Bonnie, and um, the more we could uh, find out about the game in general, because there's many plots in that game that uh, make it the, its own game, and um, I, I, I think that... Uh, it's one of the like most realistic games that Scott has made, and um, it's kind of like I think it's really cool that he put out this game. Yep, security breach is really nice. Um, as far as lore goes. I just really enjoy that there was so much thought put into this from the very beginning. You can really see how, uh, you can really see how Scott really put his all into this. And I'll just say it, I, on the Scott controversy, I am not a huge fan of Scott Cawthon, uh, but the dedication to his work really is what makes me love FNAF in general. Um, I just love it. Uh, Lore-wise, Michael Afton is big bro and you can't claim otherwise. Uh, Mm -hmm. Michael Afton is like spirit animal. My spirit animal. Who would you say say is my um, spirit animal? Elizabeth Afton. I mean, I do got the hair. You do got the hair. That nice red hair, yeah. And I would get, I, I would literally just, like, be dumb enough to just be like, I'm walking into this room, even though Dad's like, I can't go in there, woohoo. I mean, you're stubborn enough, that's for sure. Yes, I am. Yes, yes you are. Um, so yeah, Michael Afton is my spirit animal. As far as, like, fandom goes, this fandom can either be really cringe or, like, really great so now i think that some people just like make it cringy sometimes like they make the videos on youtube that just like make it kind of cringy like i get why this is such a big fandom i really do i enjoy it um but there's like 
And I really do enjoy most of the fan-created stuff, mm-hmm. especially, like, the cosplays. Oh, those are so good. And the art. I, re- I really do enjoy it. Uh, what gets me is, like, some of the um, things where it's just, it's just loud. It's very loud. The um, jump scares. No, not the jump scares. Like, some of the animations uh-huh. can be so loud and obnoxious. But, like, I'm not here to bash on those animations. I'm here to say what I love about FNAF. And that is, like, in the fandom in general, the cosplays. The cosplays are great. So many, so many people come up with ideas that just, like, make it shine. And the, the cosplays are great. And you can have anywhere from, like... You know, because these are animatronics, right? Uh, you can have anywhere from, like, people building their own animatronic suit mm-hmm. to people using makeup to make themselves look like the animatronics or doing a more humanoid take on it and, like, having hair and makeup and, like, their human face still there, which I really enjoy those personally, but the amount of dedication it takes to like make your own animatronic suit that looks like the one from the game is like really cool. Yeah, I see I see this girl on YouTube. I don't know what her name is, but she um made this really cool scrap baby suit actually. And it l- looks like it took her a while cuz it's so detailed and she like put every like piece into it. And I'm pretty sure she made some more cosplays like that she actually made and i also found this girl who made a little bonbon and i thought it was really cool oh bonbon is so cute he's adorable um like i said any iteration of bonnie i'm gonna love i don't know why i just kind of like the purple blue aesthetic i don't know um but yeah cosplays i really like uh the new security breach cosplays that are coming out. Everyone who cosplays Sun and Moon are really good. Oh, I agree. Everyone who cosplays Glamrock Friday uses the Way to Go Superstar audio, and I love it. You have been obsessed with saying that lately. I kind of have been. Uh, Way to Go Superstar. He says it in just such a nice way that just, like, it's It's sweet. Uh, And then... Who is it that does that one Afton cosplay? Okay. Is it Mythical Rose? It's, I think it's Mythical Rose. Yeah. I love that. Uh, let me look it up, but I'm pretty sure it's Mythical Rose. I'm pretty sure too, but... I get uh, Mythical Rose confused with another cosplayer all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me just look it up. Keep, keep going with whatever you want to talk about. Uh, but yeah, the cosplays are just, like, really awesome, and, uh, people are creative, and they use sometimes, like, not even, like, FNAF audios, and they use, like, other stuff that, uh, uh, that really just, like, amazes me a lot. And... Yes, I am pretty sure it's Mythical Rose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, they do some great 
uh, William Afton cosplays. Mm-hmm. And I don't love, you know, who who loves William Afton, but I love their cosplays. I mean... Don't like, raise your hand. I, I totally did not raise my hand. Uh, well, like, okay, so he, he can be... Okay, so sometimes he can be... He's a serial killer. But sometimes it can be a lovable guy. If I can say words, Excuse a lovable me? guy. Excuse me? Sometimes. Not in the actual game, though. People make him a lovable guy. By he's having him love toast. He's still a serial killer. But he's, but he's making him a lovable guy by loving Sometimes toast. I worry about you. Why do you worry about me, Anna? It's a game. Think about what you're saying. For two seconds. I did. Okay, moving on. Uh, I, I do like the cosplays of William Afton. Um, I love I, I kind of love how people like make their own characters too. Oh yeah. Um, it's really fun when people make their own characters and you get to see like what their character is. And like I saw this, um, I think it was like a TikTok, and uh. This girl made her own character. Like, she, she drew it, but I think it was still really cool. Yeah. I think that's really cool as well. Um, we're actually going to switch gears here for a second. To talk about... I, I mean, I know... Next week's episode is going to delve into a lot more of this subject. But we're actually doing a two-fandom episode today. And we're going to talk about My Hero Academia. Ooh. Ooh, indeed. So, what do you think about this? How, how, so if you liked the FNAF stuff, watch the first half of the episode. Uh, you like My Hero Academia, do the second half of the episode. Um, and next week we'll be delving into My Hero a lot more for like a good hour. So, (laughs) this is just a, this is a sister's episode, so we're going to talk about stuff that me and Phoebe are into. Yes, uh, we are into a lot of different things and a lot of the same things about My Hero Academia. Yes, so I want you to say first, we're going to kind of start with uh, how you got into My Hero Academia, much like FNAF. So, was it me again, or? I think it was just you watching the show, and I really admired it. You were, like, on season two, I don't know, a season... And you were watching it, and I just, like, kind of, like, sat down and watched it with you. And I thought it was really cool. Oh, yeah. So what do you like about it? I like the quirks, first of all. The quirks can be anything. Like, literally anything. Like, the one person, I forgot his name, but he has the, like, talking to animals quirk. Oh, yeah, Koda. And uh, Shinso Hitoshi... Shinso with his mind control abilities, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I kind of just really um, adore the whole whole show, whole show, and like all, all of the stuff that happens. It does get weird. Um, lots oh, it of does. Stuff happens. Uh, like whenever Todoroki says, "Are you All Might's love child?" or something. Yeah. I do have writing to complain about, and that's going to be a lot of next week. We already we already recorded next week's episode mm-hmm. right before we recorded. Right this before episode. we recorded, so it's there. Um, well, it's not out there yet, but it'll be out there next week. Mm-hmm. And 
we're we're talking about my hero and I have a lot of well my girlfriend has a lot of uh, writing complaints so who is your favorite character my favorite character I, I know what you're gonna say is drum roll please <laughs> god you're trying to make it so interesting toga toga yeah actually i thought you were gonna say shinzo so my bad uh, I, well i have a shinzo hoodie a shinzo pillow and anna has shinzo, two shinzo, shinzo drawings and I, I and yeah on my wall every day whenever i come to her room for some reason i look at her beautiful shinzo photos that her friends shoot for her it was like years ago I asked my friends to draw me uh, Shinso for my birthday. Make drawings of Shinso for me because I have some really artistic friends. Um, You're artistic, artistic too. Oh, I'm not. I can't draw to save my life. You used to be able to draw. No, I can't. Um, so, yeah, Shinso is a big... I, I love him. He I is, love him way too much. Uh, at, at first, he does not seem like a likable guy, but... No, but as you learn of his... He, he becomes likable in, like, one episode, so... Yeah. Uh, I also really like, um... Uh... I can't, oh, sorry. Uh, Present Mike. Mm. I love Present Mike. I feel like he's my spirit animal. He would be. Can you be the Present Mike to my Aizawa? Your sister, Anna. Not, like, in that way, but, like... Oh, yeah, sure. As, like, personality-wise. Uh, yes. Present Mike and Aizawa, that's us. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least when we're around each other. If I had to say anything, I'd say we're both Present Mike. Yeah. But... Really, it's, like... I don't know. It's fun. Uh, and speaking of Toga, uh, Anna actually has a Toga cosplay... I do. Not for myself, though. I have a costume for a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, Who is going to be in her next episode. <laughs> yes, they are going to be in my next episode. Um, yeah, I don't really... Like, if I had to pick a favorite character overall, like the one that I'm going to go back to every time, it's going to be Kaminari. He's, he's not the best boy or anything, but he's my favorite. He is just such a likable guy, man. He's cool. He's, okay, he's the pervert without, like, uh, being overly perverted. Like, okay, he's the respectful pervert, if I had to say anything. He's not like Mineta. Mineta is the uh, disrespectful pervert. And I... Uh, Mineta is complicated, in my opinion. Uh, he gets a lot of hate. A lot of hate? A lot of hate when he is, like, you know, there's a character like Mineta in every anime. So, like, I, I go into this more in the next episode, but... I don't think, don't bash me, but Mineta doesn't deserve as much hate as he gets, or at least the other characters who are perverts from other animes deserve as much hate as Mineta gets. Yeah, okay, sometimes it can be a little weird, like, for his love of girls and their 
weird and in his weird ideas um but uh um, but he's like kind of like a um an interesting person yeah i mean he's trash but like i mean a little respect i guess not not respect a little a little sympathy on Mineta because he gets way more hate than other characters who are just like them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, that's kind of like my Mineta defense slash Mineta hate comment. Mineta is kind of like a half and half person. But, yeah. Shoto uh, Todoroki. I like. I actually really like all the um, uh, little like animations people make uh, about the characters. Like someone made a Baku Deku thing that's not really Baku Deku because. Do you like Baku Deku? No, I mean, yeah. it's okay, but like not really. But uh, it's kind of like where they're drawing and Deku is having is giving quote unquote birth and um, excuse. They give birth to baby all night, and then there's another. What? Uh, no, I'm not gonna ask. Never mind. It don't you don't want to ask? Um, but this, there's this guy who does really good voices of the My Hero Academia characters. Oh, I've heard. And then there's also an episode where uh, Bakugo. This is really weird. Bakugo gives birth to uh, baby Shigaraki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that's a, not even like a what moment. Like, that's just mama. a. He's like he's like hello, mom and dad. Father. Anyway, everyone's asking about my dad. Where's your dad, huh? No. Father. Where's your dad, Toga? We're the League of No Dads. We're the League of No Dads. Oh. Hell to the yeah. Uh, We're gonna rant so much about the League of Villains in the next episode. So I really want to talk to you about more of, like, the fan stuff than the actual show. In this episode? In this My Hero Academia stuff. I, I, I want to talk more about the fan stuff than the actual show. So, what do you like? What are some ships that you have? Well, I like... Um, the, sh- the, the, the ships that I like are... Uh, for, for for multiple characters are... Don't say anything weird. Not anything weird. Anna. I'm kidding. Uh, I do... Okay, so I do like the idea of Toga and Naraka if Toga was not a blood-sucking demon. I mean, she's not a demon, but yes. Um, I figuratively, yes. I also like Todoroki and Momo. Toto Momo is pretty cute, and that's probably gonna be canon. Let's just face it. Yeah, uh, I also okay. So there are so many things that you could you, that t- people like put out there, like <sighs> like um. so many interesting things that I don't really agree with like I don't I, I'm not a big fan of Baku Toto Deku that's like a whole three person relationship that would not work out okay I just don't think Bakugo and Deku in a relationship would work at all no because the, the, so they were childhood friends and then they went to enemies and then they literally went to hating each other like if it was Deku and Bakugo, or if it was Deku and Todoroki and anyone else, 
I would enjoy it. I like Totodeku, to be honest. Totodeku is nice. Or if it was even Bakugo and Todoroki and anyone else. Or like Bakugo and Kirishima. Bakugo and Kirishima would be Cause, nice. Because like they're like that's Bakugo's only quote unquote friend. Yeah, I li- I like them. Kiri Baku is nice. Um, no complaints there. Uh, but I just can't see. Bakugo and Deku in a relationship at all. I get why it's uh, pleasing to the eye and to the fan. I I understand why people ship it, but I can't put myself in that. I I can't. Yes, people make some videos with that's that that are really cute. I really enjoy it, but. Uh, I don't really see that being an actual thing. That would probably be, like, a fan. fan Yeah, that's definitely just a fan thing. Um, Now, one uh, ship that I do have... I I mostly ship the adults in the series. Aizawa and Prismai. Yes, I'm getting to that. Um... But if I had to say for the students, yeah, Toto Momo's really cute. Uh, Jiro Momo's also really cute. Uh, Shin Kami is one of my big ones. Shinso Kaminari. Um, my heart, man. It's so cute. It's it, it's so cute. I love them. And but but that's really like besides them and Kiri Baku, that's like the only ones I'm really into into, as far as the students. Um, but the adults. Just get on. But what? Like the adults just like have so many more. I have so many more ideas for the adults. Izawa and present Mike. I just keep referring back to that meme where it's like, I wish Mike were here. Why would Mike be here? He's my husband. Holy shit! You're gay. Uh, with I like the Aizawa present Mike family, uh, like thing with like Ari and Shinso. with Ari and Shinso, yes, um, as their children, and then Kaminari dating Shinso. <laughs> what did I say about dating loud blondes? Listen, you're one to talk. <laughs> um, I feel like it's like. Shinso and Aizawa shaking hands over having a thing for loud, dumb blondes. Yeah. Um. You know, I would say that in that one episode where the the students were fighting the um were fighting the teachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, that present Mike was very loud, and uh, it was. One thing I never realized about the anime that I realized when I was rewatching it was that you know how present Mike always announces people's quirks when it's time for them to like and then it's like their like, name and then this is their quirk and then it's like whenever like they're announcing uh present, present Mike's, Mike's quirk, quirk it was Aizawa which is like uh whatever I don't even know his uh, his uh, actual name uh Hizashi something. He, he, uh, I can't say, I can't pronounce that. Quirk, whatever his quirk is, because quirk is, because I forgot. I don't know the name, you know, okay, but, voice amplifying, whatever. Yeah. Let's talk about some quirk names. Um, actually, I want to talk about ships still. Uh, I, I have so many more. Actually, Aizawa and Miss Joke are... The, 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 that would actually be a kind of cute couple. I actually really like the meme where it's like, 
Miss Joke, why are you simping after Aizawa? Aren't you both gay? That's the joke! That's the joke! She is Miss Joke after all. Yeah, I mean, that that's the punchline. Um, then... Okay, most, like, wholesome ship in the whole series is Mrs. Midoriya and All Might. Oh my gosh! Okay, a ship... Dad Might. Dad Might. A ship that I hate Hate? my heart is... No, 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 no. I don't even want you to mention that ship. I know what you're doing. (laughs) I know what you're doing. Uh, So it's a really weird one. No, Um, no, 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 no. That's pedophilia. You know what? I just saw it in a random video, and it... I... No. Don't even with that ship. Deck you win someone. Deck you win someone. I know you hate it, so, like... No. Mm Mm-mm. Stop. I can't do it. Like, man, it's, like... So bad. I want to scream when I hear about it. (laughs) Um... Yeah. That's probably, like, the only other My Hero ship that I can't do. Uh, you know, there, there... There are some other ones... But mainly, like, the prominent ones are that one and then Baku Deku that I just can't do. But Dad might. Dad might good. Don't even say it. I whispered it. I don't think they could hear me. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, but Dad might. Dad, dad might. might. You know, I think that Omet would be a very supportive dad. Mm-hmm. Probably not the greatest dad, but supportive. Yeah, um, you know, you know, when you think about it, it it, it would be like, you know, a dad that's kind of like Endeavor, but not really like Endeavor. You know, just not like anything like Endeavor at all. Yeah, it's kind of, okay, it's kind of like, he would push him to be a hero, but he wouldn't like, abuse his child. Yeah. So like Endeavor, but not like Endeavor. Yeah. I think we should go on to the uh, no, 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 hero no. names. No, no, no. To be honest. Ships. Ships. You ships. want ships? Uh, I can't with my recent fixation of Shigadabi. Shigadabi. Uh, there's actually, you know, prominent no, shipping I- with uh, Hot Wings. Uh, and I enjoy Hot Wings. Uh, but... Like, I think they're... I, I, I think they're hot. I think they're hot together. But as far as, like, the fluffy stuff, I want my Shigadabi. Uh, I actually think that also, um... Hawks and Dobby. Oh, gosh. Hawks that's, and Dobby. That's Hot Wings. Oh, that's Hot Wings? Yeah. I didn't know that was Hot Wings. Oopsie doopsie I think they're hot together, but... Give 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 me the Shigadabi fluff. I mean that would that would be really a really cute ship. Oh my gosh, you know that one, out uh, like like one YouTube video that's like, Dobby, or like they add on to the video. Yes, the My Hero Academia cool for the summer meme. Yeah, that that's just. That is one of my favorite things in existence. It's like, it starts out as Shigaraki kind of just like singing this and it's just like... Like it's a normal cosplay video and then it just keeps getting better. It keeps getting better and better and better and better. It gets... It's like sometimes it's quite cosplay and sometimes it's like people drawing it. Yeah, I I love it. It's such a good meme. It is a good meme. Um... So that's really all I got for ships. 
um, that I'm not mentioning in the next episode. Uh, oh, so you're going to mention the one I hate in the next episode? No, I'm not mentioning that one. We didn't even bring that one up because we don't care. <laughs> I hate that one. I know, I hate it too, but whatever. Um, so, hero names, is that what you wanted to talk about? Uh, hero. I think you said hero quirks earlier. Oh, quirks. Quirk um, names. Quirk names, right. Okay. Where do we get these emo quirk names? Oh my gosh. Endeavor, excuse me. Hellfire? What's that? What's with the Todorokis and being all like, my quirk is Hellfire, my quirk is Cremation, I'm going with Shoto here. I like half hot, half cold. Good name, straightforward, to the point. It's like specific. You can just be like, oh yeah, my quirk is half hot, half cold. It's like so easy to say. And then Endeavor's like, my quirk is Hellfire. It's like, Endeavor, stop being emo. You've already got one emo son. You've already got one traumatized son. Two traumatized sons. Heck, let's go four traumatized children all in all and a partridge in a pear tree. Uh, And also a paranoid wife. Yeah, you've got... Two overlooked children, one hero son, one abused wife, and a villain who's dating Shiggy. (laughs) I love that. Um, yeah, at least, like, okay, so me and Anna made OCs, and... Oh, are my hero OCs. Yeah, and, uh, at least our... uh, At least ours aren't, uh, like, emo. Well, okay, our names... My name for my quirk is Siren Song, which I... OC's quirk names can be emo. I don't care. Well, my quirk is... But my, when it comes to simple. the... Yeah, yours is what? Flamethrower? Flamethrower. Because I'm hawks and <laughs> Say that five times fast. What? Flamethrower. Flamethrower, 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 So... Let's give, like, a backstory on our OCs, because I love OCs. Oh, yes. Um, you, you especially made... when they're done right. I've had, like, years to perfect my OC, though, and you came up with yours, like, what, a few days ago? Yeah, I, I, I came up with it in, like, an hour. So I, there, there is stuff I need to be, that needs to be worked on, but for now, I like it. Yeah, I've had, like, years to perfect my character. You've had, like... I don't know, eight years. Not eight. Like six, actually. Six. About I think you started five years. I five years, because I started in 2017. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, so about five years to perfect my character. And, um, and I had an hour to just make my character. So. So let's go go with yours first. My I want to hear about it. Okay, so um, my backstory, uh, is kind of just like, so uh. I am Dobby and Hawk's love child, and my backstory is, um, I, I I don't know, I I was kind of like, I was basically only with Hawks as a child, and then I saw Dobby and I was like, that's my dad, my other dad, and I decided to join the League of Villains. And you're dating? And I'm dating. (laughs) Yeah, that's so cringy, it's so cringy. It's fine. You just say it. You say it, Anna. Toga! Oh my gosh. It's so cringy. Um, but... To be honest, you know... I like... I like it. You know, it's a little cringy, but I like it. Yes. So, mine exists in a world where we've... We've, we've had to play around with, um... The ages of characters to make it work. 
Um, so in this universe, uh, all the U- UA is actually a university instead of a high school because A, uh, we had to play around with the ages of characters to make it work. Anna, you ha- how about you tell them who you're dating? I'll that's I'll tell them in a minute. Um, and also the fact that UA as a high school doesn't make any sense to me because it's putting children's lives in danger. But whatever, what 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 whatever. Um, you know, kind of just goes up three years, but that's cool. I I don't care. Um, they're adults at that point. At least it's not child abuse. Yes, I know. Um, so. We're playing around with the ages to where UA is a university, so class 1A would be 18. And actually, the League of Villains... Um, Who would be would be three years older, too. No, 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 no. The League of Villains is... Uh, Shigaraki would be around 18, and Dobby would be around 20. What? Which is not terrible. Um, that's fine. I, I, uh, because... To be honest, I didn't even know that happened, so, um, you didn't tell me all about your OC. Okay, so, because my OC, uh, her backstory is that her adopted parents, her two dads... Wait, who were they again? Uh, their names are Liam and Kaito. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kaito Kayama, who is the twin brother of Midnight. What? <laughs> uh, there, there's a whole story about him. Uh, but her two dads, Midnight's brother and his husband, Liam, are serving the Todoroki family as their personal doctors. And because Kaito's quirk is useful in the medical industry. Yes. Um, And they... Well, Endeavor was looking for a child with a powerful quirk to uh, betroth to Shoto. And they adopted my character as a kind of like candidate for who Shoto is going to marry because she has a powerful quirk. But they grew to love her as, you know, parents and not just for her quirk because they wanted, you know, to grow in society in Endeavor's eyes. Um uh we should tell them about our quirks or like more about like Okay, well I'm, I'm 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 doing the backstory. Oh sorry, I didn't I thought I am were, not done yet. You you were I have a lot of backstory. Uh, however, this character, unbeknownst to the father, is Tomura Shigaraki's twin sister, uh, who was basically abandoned by All for One because he didn't think that she was worthy enough, you know, and... So she got swept up into the foster care system and was adopted by these two and now is betrothed to Shoto Todoroki. 
but that's not who she ends up with. She ends up with uh, Shinso and Kaminari. Uh, there is family drama going on there because uh, Shigaraki has no idea that she's his twin, but she knows for some reason. I don't know. I haven't gotten to work out all the details. This is a completely new backstory for me. Um, my old one was a lot different, and I'm not going into that. Uh, but what, what what's your OC's quirk? My OC's quirk is called Flamethrower. And since I'm Dobby in Hawks, Hawks, that sounds really bad. Hawks child. Uh, I would, I, 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 Hawks yeah. and Dobby's child. Let's just, yeah, Hawks and Dobby's ch- child. Um, I have wings. I'm basically, basically kind of like Todoroki, and I got, and, and, because he got Endeavor and, um, Ray. Ray. And, uh, Endeavor's quirk was basically flames, and Ray's quirk was cold stuff. And, um,. I wanted that to be kind of, kind of like my quirk, so I have wings and I have blue fire, like a dobby, and basically I can pluck out my wings and set them on fire and throw them at the enemy. That's really nice. My quirk is called Siren Song, so when she sings, it lulls people into a sense of security where she's more easily able to give them suggestions to tell them what to do. She doesn't control them like Shinso does, but it's like relaxing them enough to give them suggestions. But when she screams, it can cripple their mental state. Um, which means like she can't change uh, chemicals in the brain, but she can make whatever is there worse. So if someone has slight anxiety, she can uh, manipulate it to where they have constant panic attacks. So it just makes whatever is there worse. Um, so that's our OCs. Uh, we, we didn't tell them our, the names of our OCs. Right, what's your name? Uh, okay, I think mine is like... Kaneko. Kaneko Katami. Kaneko Katami. Yes. And your, your OC's name is... Uh, drumroll, please. <laughs> yeah, drumroll, please, I guess. Uh, well, I guess she has a lot of different names, doesn't she? She, do- she does. Uh, just oh two. Just Wait, two. Wait, I don't even have a hero name for her. Uh, well, my hero name is Siren, and then her, you know, she goes by Lai Kayama because that's Kaito's last name. But, you know, her real last name is... Her real name is Lai Shimura. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, because stuff. Um, so that's it about our OCs. Um, uh-huh. is there any, like, other headcanons or things you enjoy about My Hero Academia? Because we kind of have to wrap this up soon. Uh-huh. Uh, I really like the... about. I really like the... Ideas for the quirks, um, they're just, like, really awesome. I like how Deku started out, like, not having a quirk, and then he ended up getting a quirk from All Might, and I'm glad that actually All Might got to keep his power. Like, oh, kind of. Kind of. I mean, he got, he did get, like, you know, 
side stomach stuff, but I mean, he doesn't have as much power as he as as he used to as he used to, but um uh well, yeah, that's the plot of my hero. So, yeah, that's really nice. I like Is there any like AUs that you like? Villain AUs, I guess. Vi- villain AUs, yeah, that's very popular. Um, I enjoy the fantasy AU just in general. I I, I like basically just the normal AU. I also kind of like the villains as heroes AU. Oh, that that's kind of cool. I like you know what if they you know didn't have trauma. I'm like okay. There is a thing that's like what if Deku was a villain, like from like. The kid, because, okay, because, so, like, people make these little fan art things. I actually don't know if it's fan art because I haven't watched season five, but... No, it, it's fan art. Villain Deku is fan No, stuff. but, like, there's this, like, little thing where it's, like, De- Deku, Deku's, like, kind of, like, uh, Deku's, um, Deku kind of, um, like, turns into a villain, uh, and, like, he has this huge costume and he looks kind of like um insane yeah all right well we gotta wrap this up now it's been nice talking to you about fnaf and my hero mm-hmm. um yeah join us next week for a in-depth discussion on my hero academia and the plot and the writing style and everything like that uh for now plus ultra i guess bye <laughs>